Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Good morning to our listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Thank you to Chad Irwin, Mortgage Department Manager of the Memphis Mortgage Office at Evolve Bank and Trust. Thank you for sponsoring this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now, if you guys out there or someone you know is interested in building a successful mortgage career and having a little bit of fun doing it, call me, Joe Garner, 901-482-0354, or you can call Chad Irwin at 901-260-1480. Our general topic today is at your home and in your neighborhood in an emergency. Are you ready? If you have a question or a comment, email me at jo at jogarner.com or just call me directly off the show, 901-482-0354. You can call us while we're live, though, today, Saturday, July 15th, 2017 at 901-535-9732. Today's show will motivate you to do some things that you know are important, but you've maybe you've forgotten to do a few things you need to do. We're going to remind you today. Eugene Jones, coordinator of Shelby County uh, Community Emergency Response Training, Shelby County uh, Office of Preparedness. He's going to be showing you how to get yourself certified to keep yourself and those around you in your neighborhood safe in case of an emergency or a disaster. He's going to show you how to be the hero to those around you. So be the hero. Help some other people be the hero. I'll be uh, sharing some ways that I see my mortgage clients prepare well for the unexpected on a financial basis, too. But Eugene Jones is the coordinator of Shelby County, Tennessee Community Emergency Response Training. He has been with the Shelby County Office of Preparedness for over nine years. Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, Eugene. Take a minute or so to introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how we can benefit uh, from the Shelby County Community Emergency Response Training. Great. Uh, good morning. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, myself, I'm uh, Eugene Jones. I'm with the Shelby County Office of Preparedness, like you said. I'm a preparedness officer. I've uh, been with the, uh, the company for a little while now. Um, we're a joint agency. That's why we have such an unusual name. Most people have really never heard of us. Uh, we're actually, uh, uh, for, for and foremost, we're a Homeland Security uh, District 11 for the state of Tennessee. Uh, so we have uh, some, some of our uh, job that we actually do for the homeland. And then uh, the other side of us, we're a emergency management agency. We're the local emergency management agency. Uh, so we're the ones that, uh, in case of a big emergency, whatever kind it may be, or multi-agencies come together, uh, we're the ones that help coordinate that. Well, we're going to be talking about how we as citizens can get involved and uh, plug in and really be part of the solution in case of an emergency or a disaster. So hang hang in there with us, guys. It's going to be a great show. But um, Following the comments by the Federal Reserve this week, the mortgage market kind of reacted to what they expect will happen. I mean, the prices on mortgages improved to the best all week yesterday morning. But the better pricing kind of made it look like the investors were spreading a checkered tablecloth on the ground for borrowers and 
opening in the picnic basket. But by the end of yesterday, investors, a little leery of some of the unexpected economic weather over the weekend, packed up the picnic basket but left the tablecloth out uh, by taking some but not all of the best mortgage pricing away. So, you know, it's kind of up and down a little bit. But rates are still great. The 30-year fixed rate conventional rates ended the day around four to four and a quarter, and the 15-year conventional fixed rates ended the day in the low to mid threes. I mean, you can't beat that. That's just that's great. But here's a word to the wise: make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Call me directly and let's look at the best way to execute your plans. Uh, but you have to work with me personally to be able to for us to do this together. I want to work with you. Call me at 901-482-0354, or you can email me, jo at jogarner.com. You can find a bunch of podcasts, some great information and resources at jogarner.com, the, the blog post, the webpage. But Eugene, just like these investors I was talking about in the mortgage market, People tend to not like the unexpected, and they want to be prepared in case of the unexpected. You presented some very interesting stories and information at Talk Shop, at the Talk Shop meeting here in Memphis a few days ago. Share with our listeners about more about the community emergency response training and the skills you teach in your free 16-hour course. Okay, this course has been around for a little while. It actually originated in... Uh, Californians kind of spread throughout the uh, United States. Uh, it's a 16-hour course. Most of the time when you throw people at that, they're like, wow, that's a lot. But we really do try to make it fun. Uh, some of the things that we cover, we actually uh, get there just between 8 and 4.30 normally on a day. Um, we start off with uh, emergency preparedness as the first subject. And we'll talk about uh, how to prepare yourself. What, what do you do before, during, and after a disaster? Um, we teach people how to uh, put together a uh, safety kit an emergency kit or like a bug out bag, some people call it. Uh-huh. Um, also send up your pantry, that kind of stuff. But then we talk about what could happen in the area. We talk about tornadoes and earthquakes and floods and those type of things. Uh, even have to think about pandemic uh, epidemics also. And then by the end of, the, end of that particular class, we'll teach you how to turn your, your um, uh, gas on and off uh, or off. Actually, we never turn our gas back on. But you can turn your water off and your electricity off to, you know, in order to save your home. To mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, in an emergency like that, if you needed to, you could in the proper way of doing that. Um, also, we talk about search and rescue. So we actually t- put a dummy under under a wall and actually rescue it out. So there are some hands-on things. Uh, one of the hands-on things that we do talk about is uh, how to operate a, a fire extinguisher. We actually will go outside and we'll light a fire. And uh, actually, you'll get to use the fire extinguisher and actually put the fire out. And wow. it's, it's very interesting. That's probably my, the most fun part of it. Um, then we also talk about things like uh, psychology. You know, what, how do people respond to an emergency? Uh, we'll talk about terrorism. Uh, we actually cover first aid. We actually do some exercise in first aid, how to bandage someone, how to keep someone alive in the event that you can't get to the hospital right away. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we also talk about hazardous materials and things like that. Anything that you, you could think of. And, you know, of course, a lot of good questions always come up. <laughs> and, and we always we always cover those, too, and see what <clears throat> we could do and try to help people out on that. Well, yeah. that's a that's a pretty good overview of what mm-hmm. you're going to get from that class. And I love the fact that you make it fun because mm-hmm. when people are having fun, they remember what they learn. Yeah. <clears throat> Talk a little bit about neighborhoods. You know, um, yeah, that's a very interesting topic because there was an article that came out in the Commercial Appeal not, not too terribly long ago. And it said the, the, the headline said they're not coming. <laughs> and yeah. it was talking about 
if we had an emergency or in some types of emergencies, the uh, the uh, first responders would just be overwhelmed. And it's really going to fall on the people around you, whether it's at work, on the road, or in your neighborhood. So talk a little bit about how you can marshal the troops in your neighborhood and, and try to set up some kind of emergency preparedness plan within your, your own area where you live. Uh, that's a really good subject or a really good question, actually. It's a... Uh, <laughs> A lot of people don't realize uh, we took a survey maybe about 11 years ago and we looked at how many emergency workers we had uh, compared to the citizens at the time. And I had basically one emergency worker for every 10,000 people. So that's uh, we're talking about not just uh, police and fire, but also doctors, nurses and everything else. So we are kind of limited when in emergency, you know, you're very limited on how many people respond. So we talk about the term first aid. What first aid means is you're the first one there to give aid. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about first response in a disaster, once you take a cert class and everything else, you're prepared to do whatever you need to do in that disaster until the help does arrive, to professional help does arrive. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm old school. I remember the when it used to be, would, uh, our moms used to walk outside and scream our name, and that's how we got called home. <laughs> oh, my mother you know? had a, a bell, and everybody in the neighborhood <laughs> knew that bell meant me and my sister had to come in. <laughs> but back, back in those days, though, when everybody knew each other in the neighborhood, their crime wasn't so bad. You right. know, people, people stood up for each other and, and took care of each other. How do we do that today, though? How, uh, do uh, we, uh, how do we get our neighbors together and to put together a plan? Do you have any ideas on how we can best do that? Well, so, some people are already doing that. They're actually putting neighborhood groups together. They're having a neighborhood watch groups. Sometimes they, they meet in, in closed neighborhoods, that kind of stuff. But what we try to do is uh, get people to go meet your neighbors. You know, after a disaster, that's not the time you want to know. You want to know who's in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. What kind of capabilities? Do you have police or fire or somebody that could help medical-wise in your neighborhood? Do you have a repair band or somebody with a boat in mm-hmm. case there's, there's flooding or something like that? You'd be surprised, you know, how, how the, just the people in your neighborhood could help each other and stand up in, in a time. You know, this is Tennessee, the volunteer state, so there's a lot of good volunteers out there. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Well, you know, my mother always told me anytime somebody new moves in, you always make them a pie or something, bread, yeah. banana bread or something, take it over to them, welcome to and welcome them to the neighborhood. But if you knew how I cooked, you'd know why I always go to Kroger <laughs> or some other place and I buy something and take it over there. But, <clears throat> but yeah, that's a great way to meet your neighbors, a great way to pull together an emergency plan to uh, help help save lives, help save property, just make the emergency a lot less dramatic. Right. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. We're talking with Eugene Jones of the Shelby County Office of Preparedness. We want to talk with you, and you can call us while we're live today, July 15th, 2017, at 901-535-9732. We'd love to hear what you have to say. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hello, I'm Chad Irwin, Loan Production Manager at Evolve Bank and Trust in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also call me after the show. I'd love to talk with you one-on-one at 901-482-0354. And sitting across the table from us, we have Eugene Jones from the Shelby County, Tennessee Office of Preparedness. Eugene, how do we contact you? Uh, It's pretty easy. Our our phone number is uh, 222-6700. That's 222-6700. Um, we also have a website, uh, staysafeshelby.us. Uh, that's a good way to find out a lot of good information. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, which would be uh, Shelby County uh, uh, Office of Preparedness. 
Uh, and also we have a Twitter account, uh, SCOP underscore HLS underscore EMA. Uh, all those are real good. Matter of fact, we encourage people to do social media because uh, the information coming from our office is pretty much going to be true. That's absolutely yeah. correct. And you can find some of those links on uh, this, this podcast and blog post uh, coming out Monday at jogarner.com. We're going to take a minute. <clears throat> We're going to play a little game I know you guys love to play called the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. It's brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. Jimmy Ogle offers free historic walking tours downtown in the spring and in the fall. For more information about Jimmy Ogle, go to jimmyogle.com. The uh, Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a big, big project or even a little project or maybe the big one you want to do in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to our trivia question, call us at 901-535-9700. Three, two, And here's our question. <clears throat> Who am I? I was originally known as Hayesville, but later took the name of a famous cemetery in the United States. That's a big hint. Who am I? Here's another one. I was originally named after Samuel Jackson Hayes, nephew of President Andrew Jackson. Here's another one. I grew up along the Memphis and Ohio Railroad. So that's a key. I got my current name because there was already a town in Tennessee by the name of Hayesville, so that name could not be duplicated. But final hint, my current name comes from Captain Henry Pittman after a visit to a cemetery in Washington, D.C. What is my name? And I will give you another hint. It is a town, and it is in Shelby County, Tennessee, which is around close to Memphis. So if you know the answer, give us a call while we're live right now, 901-535-9732. I know we're going to get some I know we're going to get some callers on that. But while we're waiting on them to call, I want to go back to something that uh that you and I talked about before the show. We talked about uh, you actually brought it up in talk shop and so many people are still talking about it. What are some of the latest findings and predictions concerning our earthquake fault line here in the Memphis, Tennessee area? Well, like we spoke about before, you know, in this region, like I said, we have about 200 earthquakes on average. But actually right now we're about 30 percent up. Uh, there's a great group here at the University of Memphis uh, called CERI, C-E-R-I, uh, Center for Earthquake Research and Information. Uh, they're the ones that, that track all this in this region. They actually go all over the world and watch uh, earthquakes. It's a very large group and a real good place to get information from. But uh, in this region, you know, one of the things they found that a lot of people don't know is they found two fault lines inside Shelby County. Now, the biggest thing is we're about 50 miles away from the actual big fault line, you know, mm-hmm. the, the one that we're all worried about, the New Madrid. But uh, we actually looked down to Second Street, and they saw there's a fault line that kind of runs down Second Street, kind of uh, north and south. And then if you actually, the better one you can actually see is when you come out of Bartlett going down like Summer Avenue, mm-hmm. uh, suddenly you start getting into a bunch of hills where they were looking at the layers of sediment in that area. And there's a sudden break in that layers of sediment. When you have a break that particular strong or whatever else, there's only one thing that can do that, and that's an earthquake that moves it. But now that's dormant. Dormant hasn't moved in about 50,000 years. But we're always interested in fault lines wherever we're at because 
when we have earthquakes in different parts of the region, it can loosen up our soil here and actually maybe cause more earthquakes or even maybe a big one. Talk about the recent uh, events, earthquake events up in the Yellowstone and how that might affect us. And even, uh, I think you mentioned it might affect New York City as well. Well, you know, it, there's we, we've talked about New York when we're worried about earthquakes. There's actually a fault line in, in New York that they do watch also. Now, in Yellowstone, it, it, you know, a lot of people, you know, it goes back and forth about that. They say that at one time it may have been a super volcano, but we know there's a lot of heat there, and mm-hmm. the ground does move regularly. But in uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, within a two-week period, they had over 800 earthquakes in that region. Now, around, when, around when, did this, when did this happen? This is about, about two weeks ago. So it's our one, one to two weeks ago is when this happened. And this is uh, way up from the norm, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they normally do get a lot because, I mean, the ground does move a lot, but this, for some reason, there was a sudden increase. But anywhere in the world, when we start paying attention to earthquakes and how things start changing and moving, that we're, we start getting concerned about our own fault line. Uh, our fault line is very, very large. It doesn't um, uh, really have big earthquakes very often. The last really big earthquake that we felt here in Memphis was 1976, and it was, it was pretty substantial. Um, but uh, when we start looking at other places, like it was, I think it was Wyoming the other day, had a 5.8. Uh, that's a pretty strong earthquake. Mm-hmm. Now, here in Memphis, we don't really report anything to over 3.0. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of these earthquakes we have is a two point or one point eight or something like that. That's like a big truck driving by your house. It's not really that important. Mm-hmm. But a three point or greater, that's when we can start having uh, actual damage to buildings or damage to structures. Mm-hmm. So we do pay attention to those quite a bit. Well, what could we experience in case of an earthquake? And I know it depends on how big it is, but mm-hmm. kind of give me an idea of what you guys are preparing us for at the CERT training, the the community emergency response training. The main thing about that is, for one, awareness. The first thing. You know, be aware of what's around you, what could possibly happen. Now, when the ground starts shaking, a lot of people think they're going to run and try to seek shelter somewhere else. But really, you're trying to find the shelter as quickly as you can right where you're at. If you can get under a table, if you can get next to a, a seat inside of a movie theater or something like that and hold on. You know, whatever furniture you're grabbing hold of, hold on. Because the main thing you're worried about in an earthquake is stuff coming down from above mm-hmm. and actually hitting you. Mm-hmm. So you want to shield yourself like you're wearing a hard hat. Mm-hmm. You know, but also hold on because when the ground starts shaking, it can move that furniture out from over over you, and you can lose your protection. So you want to make sure you hold on. Most most earthquakes are only going to last maybe thirty seconds to a minute. You know, once that's over with, and the next thing you need to do is evacuate. Mm-hmm. You know, start trying to get out of the building, and if you, people are injured, try to get them out of the, into a safe zone, and then uh, treat them outside. Don't treat them inside the danger zone. That's that's a really that's some really good tips. Well, you know, I had um, I, I have some tips as far as uh, keeping yourself prepared in case of an emergency and, and i actually did this and it worked because who whoever thinks that you're going to be in a house fire right <clears throat> well one night it was 19 degrees outside it does get cold in memphis tennessee for those of you who are listening <laughs> who think it's balmy all the time here it gets wicked cold here in memphis but it was 19 degrees it was like 10 30 at night i uh somebody in my house was saying uh i, I smell smoke and i thought man it smells like somebody smoking a cigarette, and nobody in our house smokes. So when I, but when I s- sat up in bed, all of a sudden the smoke really hit me, and I realized there's a fire somewhere. And luckily, because I had uh, done some training, I had my Franklin Day Planner back then. This was a few years ago. I had my calculator in there. I had, you know, of course, a loan officer is going to have their Hewlett-Packard 12C calculator in there before anything else, right? And my cell phone, and I had uh, everything that I could maintain life in three days as far as uh, my business goes. I had everything in that Franklin Day Planner right by my bed. And so I was able to jump up, throw something on real quick, grab that day planner, get everybody, including our two cats at that time, out of the house, put the cats in the car really quickly, 
back the car out away from the house as the fire trucks are already coming. I mean, somebody had already called the fire department, and we were able to um, get out. Our neighbors, and that's another thing I want to say about neighbors, your neighbors are there for you before the first responders. Our neighbors were already outside with blankets for us. It was unbelievable. But uh, anyway, I just say that because there are some things that you need to do today because you never know when it's going to happen to you. And here's first, here's one thing that somebody shared about uh, insurance, and they shared it right here on the show. Video everything in your house and outside of your house, too, today. Make a list of the items you own in your house with copies of, uh, of the handbooks from your appliances, make and model of all that. Store the list off-site in case you have to make an insurance claim. In case of an emergency, if possible, make a video of your home and what's left of your home to give to the insurance company also. Having that proper documentation uh, can go a long way when it comes to trying to get your insurance claim settled. Here's another one. Put copies of important documents in a fireproof safe or a bank lockbox. Make copies of the other important documents to store, again, off-site from your house. Keep it in multiple places. The last one, keep your wallet, and this is what I was telling you about when we experienced a house fire. Uh, keep your wallet with your driver's license, credit cards, medical cards in it, your iPhone next to your bed or a place where you just grab it and go, not try to gather it and go, but grab it and go. And just do that every night, just every night. It's like you brush your teeth when you go to bed. So uh, if something happens, that frees you up to have what you need, but be able to concentrate on trying to help others get to safety so those are some things that i have to offer as far as in a, as far as being ready in an emergency like a fire or something where you have to get out really fast but you're on real estate mortgage shop i am joe garner your host mortgage loan officer you can subscribe we would love to stay in touch with you every week we if you will subscribe by emailing me at jo at jogarner.com we're going to send you the latest and greatest blog posts, show notes, uh, podcast. We're going to send you resources once a week. We will not sell your email. We will not sell your email. We want a friendly relationship with you where we are giving you information and you're able to come back and give us uh, information and we can exchange that way. So in the studio, we have Eugene Jones of Shelby County, Tennessee Office of Preparedness. We would love to have you sit at the table with us today. July 15th, 2017, you can call the studio number 901-535-9732, and we've got a trivia winner, too. So hang on, Michael. We're going to get you just as soon as we come back. See you back in just a moment. The Mid-South's only home for news, weather, and traffic. News Talk 600 WREC, WEGRHD2 Memphis, and iHeartRadio Station. Hi, I'm Pat Goldstein. I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop in Memphis and North Mississippi. That's right. Be a hero. Help somebody else be a hero. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I would love for you to connect with me at jogarner.com. We've got in the studio Eugene Jones of Shelby County, Tennessee, Office of Preparedness. We're talking about prepare for the unexpected financially at your home and in your neighborhood in an emergency. Are you ready? And uh, right now we've got a trivia winner. 
we've got Michael on the line. And Michael, we uh, gave out the question for the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest earlier, and I believe you have the correct answer. Yes, the answer is Arlington. Arlington. What, what, uh, what was the hint that let you know exactly what the answer was? Uh, the uh, cemetery in Washington, D.C. Yeah, that <laughs> was kind of a giveaway, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Do you, um, do you know any other history bits that you can share about Arlington? Uh, I don't have any really good uh, history bits on it, but um, it just seems an obvious choice with that. And, of course, Arlington's a city here uh, right, at, right in Shelby County. You know, Jimmy Ogle, he's got a lot of trivia uh, information that we have in our blog post on jogarner.com for, you know, when we, like, tomorrow, uh, today's show will be on there Monday. But he said that uh, settlers came into the Arlington area, Arlington, Tennessee area, back in the 1830s. And what's really interesting is many of those descendants, they still live there. Of course, it was, yeah, I know, it's kind of interesting. And uh, there's a whole lot more in there you can connect and and find out. But, Michael, I want to... to celebrate your winning the uh, Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. Uh, John and Jennifer Lawhon are going to send you a gift card, $25 gift card. So be sure, Michael, that you leave your name and your address and phone number with our producer so you can get your gift card. And congratulations on winning. Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling. And uh, we're going to get back into this topic. I'm telling you what, when Eugene Jones was at Talk Shop a couple of weeks ago, there's people still talking about some of the things he shared. You can go to Talk Shop, uh, you can go to Facebook.com forward slash Talk Shop, and that's S H O P P E for shop. That's Facebook.com forward slash Talk Shop Memphis, and you can find uh, about 15 or so minutes of Eugene's presentation. Really, really good stuff. I actually have a question for you today, if you don't mind. Uh, what do you do? What, what do you see when some of their customers do uh, to prepare financially or for the unexpected? You know, that's right. I've I've been in the business almost thirty years, Eugene, and I have seen some really smart people. And I've kind of taken notes because you know, Mama always told you growing up. You probably remember this from your Mama. She said it's uh, bad manners ma- bad manners to ask people how much money they make or how much money they have in the bank. Right? She right. said this is really not not good or good practice <clears throat> but i defied mother <laughs> with all respect <laughs> the last 30 years that's what i do every day i ask people how much money do you make and how much do you have in the bank and how do you manage your money well i've learned a lot clients i've gotten to know over the years who plan ahead for the unexpected have gotten with an attorney they've put their assets in estates or in a trust or other arrangement you know so that they're loved ones are spared that unnecessary time and expense in getting the assets that they inherit, like going through probate. They don't want to do that. Uh, Check with your certified financial advisor, your attorney, for advice on your specific information. But here's something else that I see homeowners do really often. Structuring their mortgage on a longer term, like 30 years, even though they're, they're going to prepay enough each month to get the mortgage paid off in less than 15 years. A lot of people don't like debt. I don't like debt. I like to help my clients get rid of debt. But in an emergency, like a medical emergency where they have a lot of bills or they can't work, it's so much easier to have the option to go back to that lower 30-year payment without messing up your credit and yet, because of the way most mortgages are structured, you can prepay those things 
anytime and however much you want. Get rid of them in less than 10 years if you want to. But the your, the ball is in your court. You have the control over that. Here's an example. <clears throat> I had a client of mine. Um, he's preparing for the future, and he's they're, they're, him and his wife are hedging themselves against unexpected negative emergencies. Now, my former clients, these people, I'm going to call them the grandparents-to-be because they're getting ready to uh, have their first grandchild. <laughs> um, but my former clients, I've been working with them over 10 years, but because of some things, that unexpected things that happened, they accumulated a mountain of debt over the last 10 years trying to help other family members and some unexpected bills of their own. They had a challenge. They sat down across my desk, and they, they sighed. They were like, <laughs> We are so excited about our first grandchild who's going to be born soon, but we want to enjoy life. We want to enjoy spending time with our grandchild and hopefully do a whole lot more with our family. But we have so much debt, Joe. It looks like we're just going to be strapped down with this debt for years to come. Well, Mr. Grandpa-to-be wanted to pay off one particular big debt. It was a really large debt. And, uh, and they both wanted to lower the interest rate on their home mortgage. But they only had, you know, less than, they had about 15 years left on their mortgage. So it was a conundrum to them. And when we started working this financial puzzle, paying off that big debt that the grandpa, uh, grandparents-to-be wanted to pay off, turns out it's not, not the best way for them to eliminate the most debt uh, expenses overall, you know, most of the expenses. We ended up paying off a bunch of debt that had really high payments-to-balance ratio and a lot of those debts that we ended up paying off had really, really high interest rates, too. We couldn't pay off the big debt he originally wanted to pay off, though. But because we took the time to look at more than one angle on their finances, we were able to include a lot of debt into the refinanced mortgage that we did. We got rid of the high payments connected with those debts, the high interest rate. We structured the mortgage, though, on a 30-year low fixed-rate loan. And, of course, a much lower rate than what they were paying on the old mortgage. Some of your traditional folks say, but why did you take them back to a 30-year? They only had 15 years left. Well, hold, hold the phone. Wait just a minute. Here's how this puzzle worked out. By getting rid of all the high interest, high payment debt, we saved them almost $2,000 a month that they had every month for years had been writing out to debt. And uh, the plan was we took, we knew we'd save 2000 a month, that they're not no longer going to have to write checks for each month for debt. But we used 1500 of that savings and set up an automatic prepayment program on their mortgage. And then we um, pay, we're, they're going to pay extra on it. And the way it works out, they're going to pay their mortgage off in less than seven years because of all the payments, high payments and high interest rate we got rid of on the other debt. And with the other $500 a month, he said, you know what, so what? You didn't pay off that one big debt that I wanted to get rid of. I'm going to take the extra $500 a month that I'm saving, and I'm going to pay, pay that debt off. So I'm like, well, good. We had to uh, structure the mortgage and the strategic debts uh, that we chose. We added back into the mortgage. We, we planned this very carefully because we, we wanted to take the mortgage story. It would pay off in less than 15 years. It paid off in less than seven and uh, so that's a happy ending to a good story, but you have to think about it. You have to plan for the unexpected, and I would love to talk to you about your specific deal. Let's put your numbers into the calculator. Let's see what we can do to uh, get your mortgage paid off early, to get rid of your high payments, high interest rate debt. 
But remember, I'm Joe Garner. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also call me if you want to call me directly, 901-482-0354. But I want to go back to you. We've got a few minutes before we go to the next break, Eugene. I want to talk about, we talked about earthquakes Let's talk about uh, flood. I mean, Memphis, even last night, I think you said you had one of your little alert things going off. Uh, talk about flood. Well, in this region, you know, we, we learned here recently that uh, we had the thousand-year flood. You know, so, uh, you know, everybody went down to the end of Bill Street and looked like Memphis had been washed off the map, but it, it wasn't <laughs> really true. Uh, we do have, if you if you get affected by that large flood, then you know you're in a flood zone and then you need to, you know, change maybe uh, your your address. But uh, what happens more than anything in this region is flash flooding, and we actually had that experience last night. We've had flood, uh, rain for a couple of days and everything else, and the ground's kind of soaked. And uh, then all of a sudden we had a tremendous amount of rain that happened in one part of the city or one part of the county. It was actually the southeast uh, portion in uh, Germantown and Carryville area. And uh, suddenly we had our streets were full. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I tried to go back to 2010. 2010 was the, the big one. And uh, in the neighborhood that I live in, it's not a flood zone. But when I went outside that morning, I had two and a half foot of water in my street. <laughs> oh, my so, goodness. Uh, when I got calls, one of the biggest thing is people were asking me a lot of questions that were upset, you know, and obviously for obvious reasons. First thing they asked me is, can I go outside? I said, no, do not go outside, uh, which normally is a dry street. Now maybe a rushing river, uh-huh. you know, and, you you know, six inches of water can knock you off your feet and two, two foot of water can push your car off. But the biggest thing is somebody could go out there and actually walk across a drain that they don't know is there. That drain may be popped open, and now there's a hole. It could suck you down. It would be very, very difficult to be pulled back out of that with all that water rushing down into so it. So stay inside. Stay inside. Stay you inside. Know, the next thing is I'd ask people is, uh, are you in a one-story or two-story home? If you're in a two-story home, go upstairs. Get out of the water. Inside of that water is all kind of nasty things, all kind of sewage and chemicals and everything else. So we want to stay out of the water. But if you live in a single-story home and, and, you know, in a flash flood, the water's going to be gone pretty quick. It's going to come up, then it's going to rush away probably within the hour. Uh, you, can, you can actually clean off your countertops inside your kitchen and get up on top of the countertops. Uh-huh. You know, get somewhere safe out of the water. The main thing is you want to stay out of the water. The water, like I said, it's, uh, it, the draining system is above the sewer system. Uh-huh. So if it's draining out, there's a good possibility the sewer system may be breached also. Oh. So there's all kind of chemical and all kind of human waste and everything else that might be in that area. Well, some good tips. I'm going to come back to some of those tips when we come back from break. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. And we're talking with Eugene Jones of Shelby County, Tennessee, Office of Preparedness. We want to talk with you. Give us a call while we're live today at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm David Lenore, Shelby County trustee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. People get ready. That's you too. Love that song. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. I would love to connect with you, so let's talk the old-fashioned way. You can call me directly, 901-482-0354. We're talking with uh, Eugene Jones of Shelby County, Tennessee Emergency Preparedness. Uh, He is the coordinator of the Community Emergency Response Training Programs, and we want to talk with you. But uh, right now, we're going to take a moment, and we're going to do something we do every week. 
real estate tip of the week. And Eugene Jones, I believe you have our real estate tip of the week. The biggest real estate tip of the week is, uh, well, we mentioned before, is, uh, you know, how do you go get to know your neighbors? You know, we have uh, most most neighborhoods have a neighborhood watch program. Maybe you should go out there every once in a while and get an idea of what's actually going on in your neighborhood. It gives you an opportunity to meet your neighbors first and kind of uh, gather uh, what's kind of going on in your neighborhood and who does live in your neighborhood. Uh, it's one of the probably the most positive things there is. You know, the more people that you have together in a mercy, the better survival there is. In neighborhoods, if you can get people to get together in the neighborhood and actually talk beforehand and have those plans already in, in place. You know, like I tell people in my class, I don't want to be the only person that's prepared in my neighborhood. I want to make sure that everybody else is also, that we, we can all get through it. Now, the, one of the biggest ways to get prepared is actually to take the CERT class. You know, the Community Emergency Response Team Training. It's, it's, a, it's a national program done by FEMA. Uh, it used to be that uh, this was actually, uh, we had a budget coming from FEMA on this. Uh, but you know how budget money goes away, so, so it actually went away. <laughs> but now the uh, mayor of Shelby County actually uh, makes sure that he pays for it. He, he's he's very concerned about this program. He knows how much it'll help the community and the and, and the people and the citizens of Shelby County. So he's all for it. Mm-hmm. So this cost, the cost of this is actually free. Wow. Uh, we do we don't pay anything. I'm a, obviously they got to pay my salary and they got to pay for the equipment that we use and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we do not charge any citizens for any part of it. You know so, that is wonderful. Yeah. That is wonderful. Now the best thing is, uh, you know, people are asking, well, how do, how do I find out about this course? Where do I sign up? Uh, the best way is to contact our office. Again, like I said, our, our normal number is nine zero one two 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 sixty seven hundred. That goes into our dispatch, and then they can find me. Just tell them look for Eugene Jones or or whomever else. Anybody in our office pretty much can answer that on their own call person. Uh, we are talked about how much it costs. Like I said, there's not anything. Now, the maximum limit, uh, my, my actual classroom there will hold about 24, but I can move over to another uh, uh, part of the building, which I can go up to probably about 40 people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to get too many because if we get too many in the class, the class goes over a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, when are the classes? I normally do them. I used to try to do them every month, but uh, they kind of got kind of too much. Mm-hmm. But I do at least once a quarter. Right mm-hmm. now we have one coming up in September. I think it's the 18th and the mm-hmm. 23rd. I'm, I have to double check that. Um, where the classes are at is we're actually at Shelby Farms. We're at uh, the uh, the old Shelby County Hospital where you would go to get your tags. Uh, we're in the center building where you see the white columns. Uh, our address is 1075 Mullen Station, but if you put that in your GPS, you're going to end up in the middle of a ball field. <laughs> what, you, what you have to do is turn on State Street, and that's the entrance into our property. Uh-huh. Uh, so just look for that center building with the, with the big columns. Um, well, I'll tell you what, Talk Shop is uh, sponsoring one of those, and uh, so call me, 901-482-0354, or email me if you want to be a part of that class. It's actually going to be in, in August, the middle of August. It's going to be on a Friday and Saturday, eight hours each day, and you'll be glad you did. Talk Shop offers free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate or business. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at Novacopy, 7251 Appling Farms Parkway, right here in Memphis. This Wednesday, July 19th, 2017, Talk Shop presents tax attorney Wiss Laughlin to talk about learn about owning an Airbnb, including important tax information. Talk Shop events are free, thanks to sponsors like... Um, and advertiser supporters like Tim Gilliland of BackupRx.com. Tim Gilliland offers a very complete and affordable data backup to protect your data files at home or at work in case of a disaster or a data breach. Thank you, BackupRx, for keeping our data backed up there and safe at TalkShop. Contact Tim Gilliland. Thank you to Marianne Leslie of Signs Now Memphis for her financial support in making TalkShop's networking and education free to our local business community. 
Mary Ann can help you get the right signage for your business or event, and you can reach her, 901-368-0784. Thank you to Chad Irwin of Memphis uh, Mortgage Department, uh, the Memphis Mortgage Department of Evolve Bank and Trust for sponsoring this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. If you or someone you know is interested in building a successful mortgage career and have some fun doing it, you can call me or you can call Chad. Chad's at 901-260-1480. And uh, for this podcast of Real Estate Mortgage Shop and more, go to jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Got a quote, though, Eugene. I love this one. Benjamin Franklin says, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So you got to get ready this before we go off the air cover some bullet points about terrorism i know that you that it's been said that memphis is one of the best prepared cities or counties in the country talk a little bit about that well the great thing about uh, memphis uh, right after 9-11 we became what's called an urban area security initiative now it's one of those uh, larger cities the larger cities inside the the uh, uh, united states were uh, kind of marked out as ones that are critical mm-hmm. and memphis being a distribution point of the united states we became critical so uh, when we did that, we started getting funding in and uh, everything else. Now, the funding's kind of gone down over the years. Uh, but while we were doing that, uh, we actually purchased quite a bit of items here. Uh, we upgraded our SWAT teams. We upgraded our bomb units. And, and uh, we have a lot of uh, surveillance and that kind of things that are going on in, in critical areas of, of Memphis. And uh, we do a lot of training and everything else. Now, over the years, that's become uh, such a good thing that we actually did some things that the country kind of caught their attention. Uh, they actually would come in and see what we were doing and some of the things, that, some of the acts that we took uh, they actually started sharing them in different parts of the country That's and actually taking afterwards. That is terrific. Now, I can't say what they are. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, have to, uh, you could tell us, but you'd have to kill us, right? Some, something, something of that nature, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there, we've done a lot of good things. And uh, I, I have to say that I'm very proud of Shelby County and the city of Memphis and the surrounding community that uh, we are doing uh, an excellent job. Even, even the counties around us, uh, Tipton Fayette, Lauderdale, uh, we're all part of a group. We added uh, uh, Crittenden County and DeSoto County because we're a tri-state area. We all mm-hmm. uh, partner together and work together very well. You know, that that's terrific. Well, Eugene Jones of Shelby County, Tennessee, Emergency Preparedness, thank you so much for taking your time out today to talk with us on Real Estate Mortgage Shop about how to be safe, how to prepare for the unexpected at home and, our, and at work and in our neighborhoods. We've enjoyed hanging out with you. Uh, catch us next Saturday, and you can also catch us during the week, jogarner.com. How do we call you again, Eugene? 901-222-6700. We'll see you guys back next Saturday. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.